Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. love and blessings to you my dear sisters thank you for tuning into today's show this month our focus is all about change renewal and cleansing for the body mind and spirit our last episode featured the amazing Dee Bolton where she shared her passion about faith health and wellness she encouraged us to renew our mind to health where she talked about being physically overweight and spiritually underweight If you missed it, you can find it on my website at womenrockhealthcoaching.com. Be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel all at Women Rock Health Coaching for more content on how to rock your world naturally. Today's show is being sponsored by two organizations that are deeply important to me, with the first being the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, I remember a time in my life when I went through major challenges in my health. I suffered from chronic fatigue, a form of fibromyalgia. I woke up in pain every single morning, and I knew that I had to do something different for my health to improve. Through prayer and holistic practices, God showed me how to recover my health. To further my health journey, I had to renew my mind to health and enrolled in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, or IIN, the largest nutrition school in the world. Through IIN, I was taught how to nourish, heal, and thrive in all aspects of my life. The Institute for Integrative Nutrition integrates science and the spiritual and teaches you how to tap into the innate wisdom of your body to transform all facets of your health and find your purpose to transform your life. With more than 95 world-class educators who are leading physicians, researchers, and wellness experts at the forefront of the health revolution, the IIN Health Coach Training Program provides a holistic health education that cannot be matched. Because of the education I received through IIN, I am now living a life that I love. Maybe you're a woman who is listening and you want to find out more about health and education. You too can live a life that you love by joining IIN's next generation of health coaches. Ladies, it all starts with you. You can unlock your potential to nourish, heal, and thrive. If you'd like to take your health to the next level, and become a part of the next generation of health coaches to help other women to live healthier and happier lives, or even start a new career, visit my website, womenrockhealthcoaching.com, and click on the link that says, I'm in. That's I'm, the capital letters, I, in, in. Once you're there, you can take a free sample class and explore if IIN is an option for you. 
You can also receive an additional 20% off of IIN's special 30th year anniversary price. Our next sponsor is brought to you by the Space for Her Conference. Yes, ladies, it's that time of year again. Space for Her 2022 is back. Last year, the conference was hosted in the capital city of Trenton, New Jersey, and it truly exceeded my expectations. This year, it's scheduled to take place from July 15th through the 17th at All the Nations Church in Bridgeton, New Jersey. Our theme is Breaking New Ground. And ladies, if you've never attended the Space for Her conference, this is my annual signature health and wellness conference for women. And it is designed to encourage us to invest in ourselves and each other as we claim space in the world. Space for Her provides resources and connections for women to help them achieve emotional, physical, spiritual, and professional balance. Space for Her calls attention to the challenges faced by women and creates space and opportunities for women to set and reach new goals. As in times past, this is a three-day conference of 600 women from diverse backgrounds, ages, and career fields. It'll be held in hybrid format with 100 plus women on site and 500 women attending virtually. On-site and virtual vendor opportunities for woman-owned businesses are available. So if you are a woman-owned business and you have a service or a product that you'd like to showcase, this event is for you. We also have a phenomenal lineup of powerful keynote speakers. We have TEDx speaker, author, and life transformation coach and author of Queenfidence, Christy Kennedy. We'll also have best-selling Amazon author of Money Matters and master financial coach, Karen Ford. We'll have thought leader and author of Born to Be a Boss, Brown Girls Lead 2, Steffi Noble's Beans. We'll also have Dr. Michelle Mayfield, the parenting coach for women and girls and the author of 31 flavorable quotes for teen girls. Wow. We'll also have a few more speakers on site, but we want you to be a part and come and hear who will be on the platform. We're also going to have transformative breakout sessions. We're going to have food and worship and so much more. There are also sponsorship opportunities available. So ladies, I want to encourage you to register today at spaceforher.org. That's S-P-A-C-E-F-O-R-H-E-R dot O-R-G. Space is limited. Again, visit spaceforher.org to register today. I can't wait to see you at this life-changing conference. Today's guests are dear and special to my heart. In honor of National Siblings Day, which was on April the 10th, I had the opportunity to interview as well as host my very own siblings. And we talked about how to maintain healthy sibling relationships in adulthood. We laughed, we shared, it was powerful. So take the time to listen, 
apply, and transform. Hello and welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast. I am your host, Rakesia McMillan, your total health coach. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. I am super excited because out of all the shows that I've done, this will be my most favorite because I have three of my most favorite people in the whole world with me, my siblings. And we just thought it would be a really neat idea to do this as we are celebrating National Siblings Day. And so for those of you that may not be aware um, about what National Siblings Day is, that this is a holiday that is celebrated annually to observe and to celebrate our siblings. And the whole purpose is to raise awareness about the importance of the siblings that we have in our life and the day is aimed to make people realize the value of our brothers, our sisters, and to express gratitude towards our siblings. Siblings Day was first celebrated in 1996 after Claudia Evert created the holiday in 1995 after losing her only siblings. And so here we are today celebrating my siblings. And I'm so glad to have you guys on the show today. Hey. Hey, big sis. <laughs> we love you. Thanks for having us. Uh, good to have you guys with me on today. And before we get into the show, I usually open up with an icebreaker question. So can you guys let our audience know what you are doing in your world right now that is rocking your world naturally? I'm not sure who's gonna go first, if it's gonna be birth order, sibling order, I'll let you guys decide. <laughs> yeah, I think we should definitely go birth order and I should, you should definitely uh, say where you rank in all of this, so. Actually, wait a minute, I'm the, I'm the only boy. I'm the, I'm the brother, I can go first every time, okay? I should be going first. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Little child syndrome. <laughs> so sis i am rocking my world naturally by stepping out of my comfort zone um steve harvey i was listening to something that he said that you will fail in your comfort zone so right now at this point in time in my life i'm kind of stepping out of my comfort zone as an introvert you know i'm, I'm to myself a lot but i'm really trying to step out make some big things happen so rocking my world naturally by stepping outside of my comfort zone Oh, that's good. And that's such, such great wisdom. I think we can all um, take a page out of that book and we can all look at different areas in our lives where we need to grow and develop in. So thanks for sharing that, John. Of course. Absolutely. Well, I guess I'll go next. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you're great. Well, um, the way I'm rocking my world these days is learning that no matter how old you are, you can find your niche. Mm -hmm. uh, four more weeks that I will be completed with my bachelor's degree in early childhood development. Yeah. It's very freeing to realize that you can find your niche at any age. And it's not necessarily when you graduate high school and go straight into college. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time to find what you love to do. And so here I am at 50. Uh, rocking my world naturally by doing what I love to do, and that's work with children. So, yes, I'm loving every minute of it. Oh, Four more weeks. Ending. Four more yes. weeks. 
We celebrate you. We celebrate you. Um, I'm the baby in the last of the group. Um, uh. No, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, so I actually have a different word I had to share with you guys, but um, this word, it's a Ugandan word and it's uh, Sankofa. And it means to return to to go back and look and move forward and really reflect on like who you are and what you need to know in order to move forward um, in your life. And one of the things that I have been reflecting on is just how I show self-love and how I show love to other people and community and growth development, all of it. And so I'm really in this space where I'm asking myself what have I learned from my past and where can I go in my future? And that's physical, mental, spiritual, um, all of it. Mm, I love that. Can you repeat that word again for me in our audience? Yes, yes. It, um, it, the word is Sankofa. Sankofa. And it it means to um, return back to, um, and it's a Ugandan word. Mm, I absolutely love that Sankofa. And I think we can all use that to reflect on places where we want to learn and grow and develop from. So thank you for sharing that stuff. And so out of the siblings, I am the eldest. I rank first. And uh, it is an honor and privilege to be the eldest sibling of three amazing people in my life. And I would say what is rocking my world right now naturally is experiencing a season of newness and renewal. Mm -hmm. All things are made new in their time. And so I'm uh, moving forward in new perspectives, new ideas, new conversations, connecting with new people. And this is just really expanding and growing. Uh, different horizons in my life, which I'm very much looking forward to. So that is what is rocking my world naturally. That's all right. Yeah. And and so when we think about sibling relationships, uh, the latest statistic out shows that almost 80% of children grow up with at least one brother or sister. And we know from personal experience, brothers and sisters, we teach each other how to get along. Um, even if we do, haven't gotten along, we learn how to play um, and, and fill positive roles in one another's lives. And so in the world that we live in, and we are, are blessed to be able to come from a family dynamic where we all have the same parents, the same mother, the same father, Um, But we're living in a world today where there are many different types of family. So beside the traditional mother and father, um, children are being raised by grandparents, relatives, foster parents, single parents. Um, And so there there are many forms of what siblings look like. So for us, we're the traditional siblings. We're brother, sister with the same mom and dad. Then there's half siblings sharing the same mother or the father. Then there's step-siblings, you know, brothers or sisters who are not related biologically, but whose parents are married to one another. And so, but no matter what type of sibling you are, relationships are very important. 
And so they say that in sibling relationships, there are five different types of relationships. And so the focus of our, sh our show today is how to maintain healthy bonds um, in adult sibling relationships. And so the first one is intimate relationship, meaning we're extremely devoted, placing sibling relationships above all others. Then there's the congenial, meaning that we're close and caring friends, but place a higher value on marriage, parenthood, and child relationships. Third, loyal, based on com common family history, maintaining regular contact, participating in family gatherings, and we're there for one another in times of crisis. Then the last two are apathetic, don't really feel connected or have infrequent to no contact, and five is hostile based on resentment or anger that has stemmed from childhood or in adulthood. So of those five, intimate, congenial, loyal, apathetic, or hostile, which one do you think fits the framework of our relationship as siblings? I think hands down, um, the one that jumps off the paper for me uh, automatically is loyalty. Um, I think we all have our own separate lives, but at the end of the day, we are 100% loyal to one another. Um, I remember Leola when, you know, as siblings, but just using this as an example, um, when dad got sick, Leola was on the road in like an hour and a half. <laughs> she got all her affairs in order with her family. Yeah. She, jumped in, she jumped in that car from California, drove all the way to Washington State. So the first one for me that jumps off the paper is loyalty. Mm -hmm. I think in all aspects of our life, we've each been there for each other and we're loyal to one another. So um, out of all those for me personally, the loyalty one for me just jumps off the page. I know that you guys are always there for me. I'm there for you. And I think we're some of the most loyal siblings I've ever encountered. Um, I think mm -hmm. what we have is, you know, a lot of people are jealous of what we had. I've been in a room with many people that see us interact and they're like, mm -hmm. wow, you guys are so close, you know, without even being around us long, they just see that we're very close knit and a lot of mm -hmm. people want what we have. And I think the, the root of that is the loyalty that we have, the loyalty and the love that we have for one another. So for me, loyalty, um, and as far as that's concerned. Mm -hmm. I definitely I definitely agree with that. Um, hands down, loyalty, um, bar none. Um, that's just how we were raised. Um, loyalty is true loyalty when it's been tested under the most adverse uh, circumstances. And I believe that our loyalty toward one another has uh, stood the test of time because we have been through many, uh, many hard things. Um, but you know, he still remains. Um, so loyalty really isn't loyalty if it's loyalty under, you know, good conditions. Our loyalty still was there during some of the toughest of times and it will continue to be there. And I think that that's something I think that our mother taught us uh, absolutely just through um, talking with us, uh, showing us how that looks, um, even from our father, um, even though it was done in a different manner, uh, loyal to providing, loyal to uh, making sure we always had a roof over our head, food in our mouth, you know, so there's different forms of loyalty. Um, and the, all of the, all those types of loyalties kind of intertwine with one another. And it just runs deep. It just runs deep. I totally agree with you. Um, loyalty <laughs> definitely rings a, a bell, but I think too, like we're super passionate people. And sometimes like our own, like, 
passions can be misconstrued to something else. And I one of, the, one of the things that I love about our loyalty is that even though we have different lives, different viewpoints, different styles of learning, whatever it may be, we find that place of respect and like really mm-hmm. understanding why that person is doing what they're doing. Like sometimes people can't go as deep. They just look at the act and they're like, oh, that person's acting like that just because they want to, right? Like we look at all of the different layers. And I think as you get older with your sibling and connect with your sibling, you have to look at the different layers of your sibling and to really understand them. And I think one of the advantages I have with that is I am the baby, but I'm seven years apart from Johnny and then like a million years apart from Keisha and Leola. Only 14. 14. uh, (laughs) um, So, you know, I think for me, my relationship with you guys, especially you and Leola was very caregiving kind of uh, relationship. And I did really desire to like have that same like level of respect and just like sisterhood, like that I really missed as a younger girl. And, you know, Johnny had to fill in a lot of spaces with that. Um, I always call him my sister brother. And he like, <laughs> like, I'm not doing this girl stuff with you. And I'm like, yes, you are. You're, you're coming. <laughs> I'm coming to your house or I'm coming to your job. <laughs> Which one do you want me to show up in? Lord. And so, you know, um, loyalty, lo- loyalty is huge, you know, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And it, it's something that I definitely think reigns hu- um, over our family. And sometimes I know for me, I can feel like very needy and wanty- wanting more. Um, and I, I know sometimes we can't give each other more, but it's like, I'm probably the most neediest sibling out of all of you guys. So I'll make mm-hmm. comments that. Are very negative because I want to see you guys more and I don't feel connected. <laughs> Even though we are. Yeah, yeah. And I would definitely echo the sentiment of all of you guys the loyalty. And when I think about our upbringing as, you know, military brats, as they say, our dad, you know, retired from the Air Force, but we traveled around the world continuously so every time we were in a new place you know of course we made new friends but I feel like with that we became one another's best friends we became one another's best friends that we were always there we were always um, caring concerned about one another's needs whether that's emotionally and just being there to support one another so I think in that environment growing up as children it really helped to forge that loyalty aspect of our relationship that spilled over into adulthood and I say this so many times that you know there's a scripture that says train up a child in the way that they should go and when they are old they will not depart from it that certainly has much to do with the the concept of the biblical aspect of training and the things of God, but also training your siblings how to love, care, respect, and appreciate one another when we're younger, because we're not gonna be three years old, five years old, seven years old, all of our lives. One day we will be adults. And so how the parents help to forge the relationship in 
those younger years is so critical to how we relate to one another in our adult years. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with mm-hmm. you more. Biblical um, basis of what a family looks like, um, teaching those character qualities that, that are going to carry us over into adulthood is so important. And I think that's, that's a missing factor in a lot of society is that because maybe parents weren't taught the blueprint of what a family looks like, the whole dynamics just kind of falls apart. Mm-hmm. I think that I definitely, definitely our mother instilled in us um, forgiveness and love and kindness and not mm-hmm. going to bed angry at one another. I mean, I think that that was just, that's just taught behavior. I think sometimes people think that's supposed to just come naturally your siblings and it's supposed to, or, or the flip side, will be, well, they're supposed to fight and scream and yell at each other. And that's just natural, da, 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 da. And that, it doesn't have to be that way. You have to train your child out of that. It's like, okay, you mm-hmm. have these certain thing, but it's important to veer them back to the good stuff. Um, no. and, and I'm so glad that you brought up that point. Cause I remember even growing up, we were not allowed to eat, like call each other names. We were not allowed to shame one another. We were not allowed to just treat each other in an ill manner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if that was the case, there was our mother <laughs> right mm. there yeah. intervening mm-hmm. and really helping us to understand the importance of our relationship as siblings. And she really taught us how to value one another. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She taught us how to value one another. So we, we just did not do that. But like you said, that it is something that, you know, the parents have to um, take responsibility in, in training their children up in the proper and the right way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just want to say too, like, I remember one time mama had said to me at the end of the day, these are the people that you're going to be with. These people are not an option, you know? Um, and for those that have like siblings that are like older to the older than them or younger than them. And that gap is there. One of the things that I feel like I had to do was fight for my relationships with you guys. Cause you guys were in such different playing fields. Like I was playing yeah. parties and y'all were like in life, you know what I'm saying? Real life stuff. And so, you know, I had to take that time and spend those summers with my sisters or, you know, you know, make sure that, you know, my introverted brother, um, you know, knew like, you know, made that time and like, hey, I'm going to be there. Let's go out and do something like I really had to do that. And I think sometimes like when you're in those positions, you're like, well, why are they doing it? Like, why, why do I have to do it? But like, there's so much value in realizing how you guys all connect and how you need each other. Like I think about how each one of you have poured into my life personally and just have been like, been able to help me get through some of my, my trials. And then like also just my immaturities, you know? Um, and then teaching me how to be strong through things. Um, and sometimes just learning how to be like transparent and break down, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's things that your sibling can catch that nobody else can, you know, and they know you. And even though you're like, no, I'm fine, I'm I'm fine. You know, Mm -hmm. you can convince everybody else, but your siblings know you and they're like, yeah, that's something's going Mm -hmm. on. 
Yeah. And I, and I think that's such a great point that you bring up stuff when you said you had to fight for the relationship. Cause I remember the day that we had that conversation and it was an emotional mm-hmm. because I did not even mm-hmm. um, stop to think for a moment of how much that had impacted or um, really affected the relationship yeah. with you as a younger sibling. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, wait a minute, let me take a back seat and let me start doing things differently. Um, because with that age gap, of course, as you know, I had left home, was married, had, you know, my son. And so there were different things that we really had to work on to help maintain and develop, you know, the relationship. And I'm so glad that you did take that position of, you know, maybe they should be doing it, but you really took the position to fight for it to where now it's like, if we haven't heard for one another, if we're not connecting, if we're not there, it's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. And that's a great point. I'm glad that you, you brought that up, Stephanie. I think, and on top of that, I think as we continue to get older, we have to continue to fight for our relationships. Like you guys are saying, I'm an introvert. So sometimes it takes a little bit more. Okay, let me call Johnny 10 times because his butt's <laughs> gone. He's been, he's been gone for a couple of days. Uh, Leola gets busy with her family. Keisha gets quiet. I think Pooh Bear's the only one that's in all of our faces 24 seven, yeah, <laughs> trying to get in contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's a great point. That's a great point that as we continue to develop and get older, I think we all as siblings need to continue to fight for our relationships with our siblings, even into our 70s and 80s, still fighting for our relationship mm-hmm. to say, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on? Are you OK? Um, mm-hmm. So I, that's a great point. I'm glad you you decided to take the initiative, Pooh Bear, to fight for the relationships. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's so funny, like, because when you're talking about like the different stages of life, like, I think one of the things that's really hard is we don't get to see our day-to-day lives, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have two sisters, one living on the East Coast, one living on the West Coast. Johnny, you know, we live in the same city, but we don't get to see each other every day. So, like, when we get together, it's, like, almost like a speed race for us mm-hmm. to catch up and try to, like, get to know what everybody's doing and try to feel everything out and try to make every moment, second, memorable but it's, it's relationships take work, you know what I mean? And whatever you put in, you're going to get out, you know, and sometimes it's going to take a while for one of your siblings to get to a certain place, um, with your relationship. But I mean, in my personal experience and my personal walk, I feel like it's worth it. Like Mm -hmm. you need each other more than you, you really know, you know, I think what, I think what I'm seeing with my mother-in-law's health failing uh, quite a bit these days um, and seeing that she only has one sibling left who's older than she is and they're both in extremely poor health and how the will to continue to nurture those relationships have just dissipated to Mm. one couple Mm of talk. I think really being mindful of where your siblings' um, health is at. Yeah. You know, how are holding each other accountable for taking care of yourself so that we can have the best possible relationships, understanding when your sibling may be going through some illnesses or sicknesses or depression and things like this, understanding where they're at and then doing some research and finding out how you can still engage with a person as they're going through some health 
not taking it as that sibling's not um, that sibling's not there for me or they're not giving me the attention I would like or they're just very disconnected. I have to really be mindful that um, as we get older, our bodies go through changes and that we need to be aware of that and we need to uh, kind of be on the pulse of what's happening so we know how to rest, so we don't lose those relationships because of health issues or what that may be. It's extremely important. Um, and, and helping each other, in, encouraging each other to um, keep those relationships going in spite of maybe those possible health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you mentioned um, maintaining the relationships through the years, over the years to be engaged um, with maintaining even our sibling relationship. What are you guys' thoughts on some of the, the best ways that we've really worked to do that to someone who may be listening? What would you say to them to um, give them some tools to put in their sibling toolbox, so to speak, to maintain healthy relationships with their adult siblings? So I absolutely positively love our group chat. So we made a group chat with the siblings. Um, I absolutely love that. You know, if we don't talk to each other day to day on the phone, we still have that group chat where we're making fun of one another, we're yeah. crying with one another, we're laughing, we're sending emojis, we're checking in. Uh, we may not be able to make that call, but I look forward, honestly, when, when the group chat goes quiet, I'm like, hey, what's going on? No, I need some action from my siblings. What, what's the deal? So I, I really... For, for siblings out there, I would say start a group chat. You know, some people are introverts like me. You don't want to talk on the phone all day, every day, but just sending those text messages between your siblings um, is something that keeps you guys interconnected and um, you can kind of check in with each other on that group chat. So I would encourage you to start a group chat as siblings. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's key too to find out your siblings' best form of communication because I love the group chat. I mean, it's just, it gets super hilarious. I <laughs> So, I'm talking, oh my, but or or I feel like, man, what have I been missing? Because I'll get in the group chat. Yes. I mean, just something's been going on, and emoji after emoji, and you know, um, laughy face after laughy face thing on there, and I'm just laughing like, what did I miss? I've got control, and like, start to get exactly what I missed, kind of thing. I think finding out your sibling sibling's best form of communication, and sometimes, you know, if the group chat doesn't work for your family, it might be a phone call. It might be an email. It might be, um, I don't know, if people write letters anymore, maybe they just want a letter in the mail, something like that. But do whatever it takes to find out what form of communication is best, especially for you siblings out there that have older siblings that are not really savvy with all the technology, mm-hmm. you know, not going to work. But hey, maybe that simple phone call, maybe that simple email, maybe that simple letter, you know, yeah. type of and, you know, if it, it might be, you know, hey, sending flowers or just whatever, do whatever it takes to keep your sibling relationships uh, line of communication open. You don't want those lines of communication to close, mm-hmm. um, especially, if, especially if you're not in the best of health. Um, you've got to do what it takes. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I just started doing um, was sending you guys gifts on your birthday. Um, because I like, well, first of all, for those that don't know, this week is Black Maternal Health Week, okay? 
So <laughs> this is just a little fun fact, but um, it talked, uh, one of the facts is that um, black and brown children have the highest death rate before the age of one. Wow. Um, and um, this has been a statistic that has follow, uh, followed all the way back um, to slavery. Um, so much forth, so much so that um, slave owners would actually insure the children when they were being born because they knew that there was such a high chance of that child dying. They wanted to make sure they could get their money back. Um, and so when birthdays came about, people would really throw a big deal about their first birthday because their child survived one of the highest times of their life of death rate. And so um, coming back full circle, um, really thinking about your life and how do I value your life, not only through words, but through acts. And like, again, going back to my Sankofa, talking about self-love, like, I need my family to know that I see them and maybe your birthday might be a birthday present might be like a couple days late, but I will say this or the wrong date, Johnny, uh, whatever. Yeah, you did. <laughs> wrong year. I bought him right. like this cup and it was like a year what, was like two years too early. I made you, yeah, you made, you made me older than what I really am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's the point and it's funny. It's my and favorite. It's, it's my favorite cup. <laughs> you know, and just being able to say, you know what, I'm going to jump on Amazon and I'm going to plan something and surprise my sibling, you know, mm -hmm. to let them know that, yeah, we're older, but you know what, like so many people um, may not get to see that birthday or, you know what, they may not be able to even celebrate with their sibling. You know, there's so many people that have been uh, separated from their sibling and it's hard. So mm -hmm. I have learned to not take your birthday uh, for granted anymore and to just really be like, I want to celebrate you and give and, and give that love to you and let you know that I see you, I hear you, and I'm so glad that you're in my life and not and, and value that time and that space. So mm -hmm. I, that's, I think that's a, another great way. And there's so many cheap things on Amazon that you can buy. And if you don't want to do Amazon, there's so many other platforms that you can use. For me, mm -hmm. Amazon is my addiction. So um, <laughs> I prefer to Amazon my life. Um, but I think there's something really sweet there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for me, I definitely love the group chats that we do. And I love that connectivity too. But I also love the videos, you know, with uh, technology, we FaceTime one another and mm -hmm. we check in and just talk and the kids are yes. passing by the family is you know we're in the room mm -hmm. with one another so to speak and mm -hmm. the technology allows us to come together and just to kind of have those special moments with one another to see how we are doing um you know because we are separated um by our respective places that we live but technology brings us close together. So that's uh, one of the ways that I think that has been vital to us maintaining our relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of them to where yeah. we, we have a group FaceTime. If, uh, you know, one of us is dialing in, you know, even if just a couple of us pick up, yeah. you know, that we can connect and just stay um, in tune to what, one, what each other are doing in our lives at that time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, we have come to the end, siblings, to our time. 
And are there any parting words that you guys want to say or just share before we close out our show? I just want to let you guys know that I love you dearly. Um, you guys have each impacted my life on several different levels um, individually. Um, as Keisha alluded to and said earlier, um, I don't have many friends, but I consider you guys my best friends. Each and every one of you are my best friends. I know without a shadow of a doubt. You guys have always been there for me um, as the only brother amongst the siblings. Um, <laughs> you guys have imparted so many different things to me and I love you guys very much and know that I'm always here for you guys, just a phone call or a, a chat away. Um, I just love you guys. You guys are just amazing. And I can't look, I can't wait to look forward to what life holds for us individually and collectively as we continue in this journey of life. I just love my sisters. Mm -hmm. And we love you. I want to add on to that, that, you know, if there are people out there that, that are listening and you're having a really bad, you know, you have a bad relationship with your siblings, make it right. Um, it, you, you'll regret if you don't make it right. There's nothing that you can't fix, you know, um, sit down, um, try to work it out, try to figure out how you can mend the bond. Um, you don't want to have to lose a sibling to find out how valuable they actually are. Um, what we have here is not fake and it's not impossible. Anyone can have this. And I think one thing that I, I love about all of my siblings is that we respect each other so much that we might have differences, but at the end of the day, we can lay those differences down. And that takes humility and it takes uh, maturity and it takes understanding. Um, you're always gonna have differences. Um, we're all very different people. We have different thumbprints. That's the way God made us. Um, and God has the plan on how family dynamics should work. And I think that's one of the reasons that we are so blessed is because yeah. of mom that instilled those dynamics to us. And those dynamics will take us through the long haul of this. It'll take to the end of the road with this. And it just continues to get more and more beautiful. Um, we have, you know, Johnny now is a grant is a pop pop and, um, <laughs> well, maybe one day one of us three girls will be, you know, hopefully around the corner, maybe some, one of these kids, maybe, but, um, you know, mend the bond, love your siblings. You know, you only have one life. You only have that one particular sibling. Um, I only have one Keisha. I only have one Johnny and I only have one Stephanie and no one, none of these guys are replaceable. None of you guys are replaceable. And, um, I love you guys very much. And I look forward to what the future holds. And um, there's nothing I wouldn't do for you guys. And I'm just very grateful that we have something that's actually real and obtainable for anybody. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to say how much I love you guys. Uh, for those that um, may follow me here with this, this conversation, uh, one of the things that was really difficult for me was my infertility journey. And really watching all of you, Kalila has five kids, Johnny has one child, Keisha has one child. Um, I finally <clears throat> was able to um, go full term with my first daughter. She is 11 months now. And um, that was a really hard journey. And I think that's when I realized how important it was for me to be surrounded by the people I love. Um, and the people that were going to hold me accountable and help me move forth um, in my journey of infertility 
and also motherhood now, you know, um, I'm a workaholic. I love grinding. All of us are grinders, um, especially <laughs> during traumatic situations. Like we will be like, oh, I'm going to go finish my master's. I'm going to hold this. Um, you know, whatever it may go, whatever we may go through, like we, we excel really high. Um, but, uh, I learned through that a part of that is because we are an example to one another. So be an example to one another. Like if you want that love, show that love. If you want that men, show the men, if you want, um, to be supportive, show that support. Like it is so important to be what you want to see. And um, that may not mean you're going to be perfect because siblings are not perfect. People are not perfect. They're going to make a lot of mistakes. But the one thing that I will say is when you make those mistakes, um, find the grace, find the love. And that is what my siblings have done for me. Um, And because you guys all are very different, it gives me all different kinds of angles and choosing to like decide how I'm going to handle a situation. And I just, I love you guys. And I'm so glad that we're on this journey together because that's really what it is. A sibling is a person that gets to journey through life with you. Um, exactly. and, and, and doesn't matter how far or close or how near or dear, it's this person that you can constantly go back to. And it's something um, that's sacred. So um, mm-hmm. I'll be loyal to y'all to the very end. I love y'all. <laughs> Oh, and I think um, the way that we can best sum it up is there's a quote that says, the greatest gift our parents ever gave us was each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The gift our parents ever gave us was each other because each is a gift in my life. Johnny, you're a gift. Stephanie, you're a gift. Leola, you're a gift. And there is no amount of money. Um, You all are priceless in my life and I appreciate you and I um, have enjoyed and will continue this enjoy this journey that we are on, you know, together. And I'm looking forward to many more times of laughter and joy and happiness and not saying that we don't experience those hard times in life, but we really help one another to pull through those really rough times. So I love you all so very much. And I thank God for the gift of each of you in my life. Yes, that's beautiful. <laughs> hey, big sis. Um, yeah. Who is your, who's the best gift though? Who's your favorite gift? Because you only have one hey, brother. I would say my <laughs> favorite gift. You know, there's Me. some gifts. <laughs> I saved all y'all lives. I saved all y'all. Oh all my of goodness. you are my favorite gift. You know, mom always says, I don't have a favorite. I love yeah. all my children the same it's the same with my my siblings because you guys are all different you have a different you know qualities character like i love you all (laughs) you don't have to tell him man got a lot of kicky (laughs) he knows he's the favorite brother you're the favorite brother oh shut you (laughs) love it Well, we are going to conclude our our show today. And if you haven't reached out to your sibling, make sure that you do so. Love them, call them, connect with them in some way. Know that my prayer for you will always be third. Two, I wish above all things that you prosper and live in good health, even as your soul prospers. Have a blessed week. 
it's time for our takeaways. The dynamics of sibling relationships are many. Parents have a vital and key role to nurture relationships while children are in their younger years to help foster healthy, meaningful sibling relationships in adult years. If you're at odds with your siblings, be intentional about mending the relationships. Approach the matter prayerfully, honestly, and in sincerity. If there are deeper issues that need to be resolved, consider seeing a family therapist to work through these areas. If you haven't connected with your sibling in a while, reach out via phone, email, text, or even a personal visit to stay connected. We'll end the show with this quote. Our siblings are one of the greatest gifts that our parents can give to us. Not just during National Siblings Day, but often. I want to encourage you to be intentional about loving and cherishing your sisters or your brothers. Make time this week to love. God bless you and have a wonderful week. Listen to the Rock Your World Naturally show wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and review us wherever you listen. For more content from Rock Your World Naturally, visit us at womenrockhealthcoaching.com.